0: It's Monday. And uh oh it's it's uh it's Monday. It's in morning. And uh if I let me check my sh- my spooky or happy calendar. It's macabre. So we've done both oh, calendar checks. And it happens to be a macabre man. day. What are the chances every Monday you've it had keeps, that calendar? It's been a macabre. day. I, it was sold to me by a very sketchy individual who obviously has rigged the system in their favor. That's amazing. I picture it was like someone like They're, like, dressed in all robes, and they have a cart, and you bought it, and it was cursed, and then when you went to, like, turn around after you bought it, they were gone. They were gone, yep. Yeah. Were were you there? You know exactly what happened. I've seen this movie. Oh, how's it end? Uh Uh-oh. Well, uh, I don't want to spoil it for any of our listeners. (laughs) (laughs) Ooh, I could be in (laughs) trouble. Okay. Well, (laughs) great. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Monday Morning Macabre, the show where me and Scones talk about spooky, scary, spooky stuff each week, and, uh... And you're here again for some reason. So we appreciate your your continued listenership. Uh, may the odds forever be in your favor. That was beautiful. Did you just make that up? <laughs> yeah, I, I did just write that actually. Wow. Um, I had no idea what this show was about. No, yeah. Now we know. Uh, so... I'm Katniss, that's Everdeen, uh, this, <laughs> this week. I like Everdeen, that's a sick name. Everdeen, bro? Everdeen? Everdeen sounds like a school jock. I'm an jock. Everclear cover band. <laughs> Ooh, oh, yeah, he does. Father of mine, where have you been? Everdeen's a Gen Z jock name. Yeah, Everdeen is, yeah, exactly. Like, he's the captain of the football team, and he drives his parents' Mercedes, and they're like, oh, dude, it's Everdeen, and then he's like, hey, recycle, and then everyone claps. Yeah, and, claps. and to- Depending on what kind of movie you're watching, he's either a super cool nice guy or yeah. he's the worst. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And honestly, nice guys don't exist anymore because Ooh, I am is not that true. <laughs> yeah, now you have to be an asshole if you want people to like you. Ah, uh, good to know. Scones, you smell not as good as I've as you've had in the past. All right, I don't like this the direction we're taking it. All right, sorry. I didn't mean to- <laughs> I didn't mean to bring up your very very specific problem. <laughs> No, let's just keep talking. Scones? <laughs> just keep riding bikes. <laughs> just keep having fun. Oh, man. Uh, I hope no one shows up to your birthday. So this, this, this <laughs> today, I'm going to be bringing scones. <laughs> I'm just going to be an asshole for the rest of the episode. Yeah. What does Mark Wahlberg say in TED? He's talking to Joel. Uh, we'll talk about it later. I don't know. <laughs> I'm going to say it. <laughs> we've got the Ted script in front of us and we're going to read scones is going to be Mark. Wahlberg. We're going to do a table reading. Yeah. yeah. Patreon, Patreon, listeners Pat- look out. <laughs> Patreon table reading of the entirety of Ted. If honestly, if even one person said you guys need to do that, I'd probably do I it. Would, oh yeah. <laughs> I would do it just for fun, but they would also have to provide the roles. Cause I don't know who would be who. Oh, true. You know, and that becomes, I don't want, I have a We'd have about, to be Mark Wahlberg and Ted it, right? Right, <laughs> yeah, but like, who is Mark Wahlberg, who's Ted is the, that becomes the question. Oh, I don't really care at that point. I want the fans to decide that one. So, anyway. Today, Scones, I'm going to be bringing you the story, and we've got a Meaty Boy oh, Jr. Yeah. Uh, Ooh, Meaty Boy Jr.? Yeah, it's a double Meaty wow. Bacon King, and it's staying humble. So, dude, we're gonna drop this episode for all the kings out there that dropped it. Yeah, to all you humble kings out there, this episode's for you. Scones, it's been a while since we've talked about demonic possession. And F- you know, I was just i was I visiting my grandma I the other day, I was just saying that. Yeah, and she was like, Corner, it's me, your grandmother. <laughs> yeah, I was at confession and I was talking to my <laughs> priest, <laughs> talking to my, grand- my grandmother in the confessional booth. I was like, Grandma, I don't think you can be in here. And she's like, Tell the man. <laughs> <laughs> tell the man how little you talk about demonic possession anymore uh so this is an indie star uh article oh man name five of its albums dude (laughs) from 2019 about latoya ammons and her family who faced escalating experiences with demons blessings and exorcisms and uh, it's a wild story, and that sounds super scary. Yeah, we got we got little kids getting possessed. We got exorcisms going on. We got the, it's got the whole, it's got everything you're looking for. Yeah. Oh, do you remember what? I have a bone to pick with you, actually, Darcy. You have a bone to pick with me? Oh no. Yeah, this bone, we're picking it, and pick it. the and what? Like some episode a long time ago, you were like, you know how like movies. Like, the one rule is, like, they don't have, like, violence towards kids. Yeah. Dude, this like, since then, I've thought of so many movies that have violence towards kids. I think, okay, when you... I are, literally watched Pennywise devouring the Okay, I was going to say, you're talking about, like, It kid. and Hereditary? Are those the two that come to mind? Yes, Hereditary, uh, The Witch. Uh, okay, but notice how all these movies were, like, in the last, like, year, two, three, two, three years. Mystic River... <laughs> Little River Band. <laughs> <laughs> the Money Man. <laughs> the Money Man, Eddie Money, his kids. Dude, Who rest in peace, to Eddie Money. This I'm dedicating, I know it's your subject, but I'm dedicating this episode to Eddie Money. Also, runner-up on this memory. episode, it was almost an episode on John McAfee. I was very close to pulling the John dude, McAfee trigger because that dude is a nutcase. He has had the most insane life that I did not learn about till the past two days. Yeah, I mean... It's incredible. It's like one of the... It needs to be a movie. I'm sure... whether or not you think he was a good or horrible person, like... Yeah. That's a movie. He's definitely not a... I don't think he's a good person, but he's definitely a, a... He's a Bond villain for sure. Yeah, 100%. And don't get him started on hammocks. If... He like... He considered what was actually legal and then he just like did <laughs> He was like, care. I'm just not going to do that. <laughs> I will take that under advisement and do exactly the opposite okay so we got to get into this topic a woman and three children who claim to be present good start darce you idiot yeah can't even say the first sentence you stupid idiot party rock party yeah. rock is in the house tonight um okay <laughs> a woman and three children who claimed to be possessed by demons a nine-year-old boy walking backwards up a wall in the presence of a family case manager and hospital nurse gary police captain charles austin said it was the strangest story he had ever heard Austin, a 36-year veteran of the Gary Police Department, said he initially thought Indianapolis resident Latoya Ammons and her family concocted an elaborate tale as a way to make money. But after several visits to their home and interviews with witnesses, Austin said simply, I'm a believer. I couldn't leave her if I tried. Wow. Is that where (laughs) they got the... Wow. (laughs) Yes. So this is when Shrek was first written. Yes. Uh, this was. The, <laughs> we're not gonna. Yeah, we're not gonna acknowledge the original monkeys. No, no, the monkeys song. have nothing to we're do going with it. To, <laughs> Shrek was the first <laughs> We're going to go straight one. to Shrek. Yeah, 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 yeah. You can't. That song didn't exist before Shrek was in the mud. No, Mike Myers doesn't have a career without that song. <laughs> exactly, the residuals. Without, without, he's without getting. Gary Police Chief <laughs> Charles, whatever his name is. Yeah, without Gary Police Chief uh, Charles Austin, you don't have the monkeys. Is what we're saying. So yeah. he said, "I'm a believer." I, I might have had a little fun there. Uh, if you didn't notice, <laughs> but not everyone involved with the family was inclined. I hope someone didn't notice. Someone's <laughs> out there, like, wow, no way. Wow, a what piece of music a history? What I'm a nugget! Yeah, right. Not everyone involved with the family was inclined to believe its incredible story. Many readers will find Ammon's supernatural claims impossible to accept. But whatever the cause of the creepy occurrences that that befell the family, whether they were seized by a systematic delusion or demonic possession. It led to one of the most unusual cases ever handled by the Department of Child Services. Many of the events are detailed in nearly 800 pages of official records obtained by the Indianapolis Star and recounted in more than a dozen interviews with police. And scones, I've got all 800 pages right here. <laughs> We've got the tapes. Here we go. Page one. Intro. Intro. It's one of those, I like, hope it's just, it's, like... It's, it's a I've, cute poem <laughs> or whatever. Oh, okay. I thought it was going to be, like, uh, like, a police tape, like, the interrogations, and it's, like, you hear, like, the click, and then, like, the tape starts playing, and then the guy's, like... <sighs> the, yeah, the tape starts playing. Do you want a cigarette? <laughs> Can I get you a cigarette? All right, Darcy. Uh, do you know why you're bum, And bum. then it just keeps going. Yeah. We are lawyers, guys. Back to Ted. Anyway, I... Uh, For those who are fearing for their lives, I don't have 800 pages in front of me. So You know what the thing is? I think we could both do the Ted and the Mark Wahlberg voice. That's true. Why don't we do one reading and then swap and then do the other Swap (laughs) halfway through like it's always sunny when they do (laughs) (laughs) Lethal Weapon. This is a good idea. This is a very solid idea. Yeah. Um, Okay, so Ammons, who swears by her story, has been unusually open. While she spoke on condition her children not be interviewed or named, she signed releases letting the star review medical, psychological, and official records that are not open to the public. And not always flattering. Um, furthermore, the family's story is made only more bizarre because it involves a DCS intervention, a string of psychological evaluations, a police investigation, and ultimately a series of exorcism. This is not normal. In November 2011... Yeah, maybe for you. <laughs> scones like, this is a normal Monday for me, baby. This is mm. a fucking Wednesday, baby. Baby! Skun's gonna be your best baby. Uh, baby! Ooh! Ooh, I peeked there. I stop. destroyed my mic. Yeah, <laughs> who cares? Waveforms are for the birds. Babies are forever. No peas and bees guards over here. No doing peas and it raw. no nah. has got that raw audio in your ear holes. Peas and bees. Peas including. and bees are out the window. In November 2011, Evans is, what are we doing? <laughs> Us? I don't know. Floating on this rock. Hey, we're just meat. Them. We're just meat Universe. ships in the in space, baby. Yeah, but Maybe? it sounds like these meat ships had some crazy. Yeah, ghosts. these meat ships had some ghosts in them. Someone else got into that meat ship who was not the <laughs> original pilot. Yeah, it's a hijack. It's a meat ship hijacking. That isn't that what possession is? Just a meat yeah. ship hijacking. I think I'm going to title <laughs> this episode "Meat Ship Hijacking" because that is what possession is. In <laughs> in november 2011 ammons's family moved into a rental house on carolina street in gary a quiet lane lined with small one-story homes big black flies started swarming their screened-in porch in december despite the winter chill oh that's creepy yeah right (laughs) very creepy start this is not normal ammons's mother rosa campbell remembers thinking we killed them and killed them and killed them but they kept coming back that's some biblical shit right there. Yeah, they're on that biblical. They're about to, the frogs just start falling down their chimney. This being in Indiana is so perfect because, like, I feel like for so many times when you wrote a sci fi horror movie in history, they're like, we need to make it like Americana, like America. Yeah, exactly. And they always like, just put it in it's Indiana. Always, it's always, they're like, what's a state that nobody's ever actually knows about? And then that's it. Indiana, that's America. Illinois. Okay. There were other strange happenings too. After midnight, Campbell and Ammons both said they occasionally heard the steady clump of footsteps climbing the basement stairs and the creak of the door opening between the basement and kitchen. No one was there. Even after they locked the door, the noise continued. Campbell said she awoke one night and saw a shadowy figure of a man pacing in her living room. She leapt out of bed to investigate and found large, wet boot prints. On March 10th, 2012, Campbell said the family's uneased turned to fear. Bum 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 scones, you leaving, boot prints, baby. This seems like a like a Warren case. Yeah, Elizabeth Warren's gonna be in this <laughs> bitch any second. <laughs> she was so much cooler back when she hunted paranormal stuff. Yeah, yeah, Elizabeth Warren got way lamer when she became a politician. Yeah, back like, when she was s- hunting stick to the ghosts. ghosts. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine how kick-ass it would be if a senator? <laughs> Was a fucking, was like, a former ghost hunter? ghost hunter, like, paranormal, like, t- activity yeah. investigator. That'd be pretty sick. Dude, you would have my, like, if I can mail in my next, like, 12 have- votes, they're <laughs> all for you. Just take them already. Be like, I don't care what your policies are. <laughs> yeah. You got, you got my vote, brother. Um. So, t- the next section is called 12-Year-Old Levitates. It was about 2 a.m. Normally, Campbell, Ammons, and her children would have been asleep. But they were mourning the death of a loved one with a group of friends. Ammons, who was in Campbell's bedroom, startled everyone by screaming, "Mama, Mama!" Campbell said she ran into her bedroom, where her then twelve-year-old granddaughter had a friend, uh, and a friend were staying. Ammons and Campbell said the twelve-year-old was levitating above the bed, unconscious. Which I mean, we've all had those kind of nights. We've know? all had those sleepovers where the fr- the mom yeah, comes in we, and you got to get under the covers real fast, but you're levitating too yeah. high. Yeah, yeah, yeah. the mom's like, what's going on down there? And you have to put the Red Bull away, and you're like, oh, shit. I have to hide to my... my Game Boy under my pillow? Yeah, I have to hide my Game Boy up my butt. <laughs> hey, hey, baby, Baby! <laughs> baby! Um, so this God. is really scary. Yeah, 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 yeah. This is horrifying. So but... the mourning is for someone who's not in the family. So, it's yes, a friend. Some, a family friend has died, and then one of the kids was so sad that they left gravity behind. <laughs> they're like the bed. fuck i don't even care what isaac newton says <laughs> Yeah, they're like bro 9.8 meters per second can fuck itself <laughs> and i'm like squared uh ammons and campbell said the 12 year old ammons <laughs> and campbell said the 12 year old was levitating above the bed unconscious according to their account of events ammons and several others surrounded the gr- the girl praying campbell said she remembers being terrified that's a fair feeling <laughs> uh if my if i go downstairs and my daughter's just floating above her crib i'm not gonna be like and i thought it was the coolest shit i've ever seen listen i don't have any details but i remember i was scared (laughs) i don't remember much but i remember being real creeped out i thought what's going on campbell said why is this happening fair thoughts very uh rational lady she should run for office she seems approachable she's she's thinking what i'm thinking Saying what I'm thinking to say. Yes. She's thinking what I want to say in her thoughts through her mouth, what I'm thinking, what she should say when I'm thinking it. You know, I'm just a sayer, not a thinker. We need thinkers and we sayers. We need more thinkers. We've got too many doers. Bud Light. Our new sponsor, okay. Bud Light. We sponsor, have too many thinkers. Just fucking do it. Drink it. I don't Drink care. It. Do it. Jump off your house into a pool. I don't give a shit. It's Bud Light Summer, baby. It's Bud Light Summer. That's Everdeen. He's doing it. Oh, it's also hashtag Rat Boy Summer. Oh, yes. For all of our listeners, it is hashtag Rat Boy Summer. So get your best Rat Boys out there and get them into pool party clothes and send pics over. Eating crumbs, living in nests, Rat Boy Summer, baby. Also, if you want to dress up like a little nest that they have with like a cute little door as if they're kind of like the borrowers in a way, that's extra cute and extra summer time. So. And chew holes in your drywalls. Like, it's you only live once. Who cares about your security Put Albert Poo holes in your drywall. Wow. He's you know, had it too good, good like, for too long. <laughs> Dude, he has. He's like Sneaky, one of the best players of all time. But anyway, we should probably get back to the... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Eventually, Campbell said her granddaughter descended onto the bed. The girl woke up with no memory of what happened, Campbell said. Campbell and Ammons said the people who were visiting that night refused to return. That's fair. <laughs> yeah. Be like, hey, do you want to go back over to the Ammons? They're like, oh, is that the place where that girl literally broke physics? <laughs> nah. <laughs> I'm going to stay home and watch the game. That's okay. Last time we slept over, it was just a funeral and <laughs> the friends started floating. Just death and physics def- defying moments. Uh. Campbell says she remembers telling her daughter, we need help. We need to talk to someone who knows how to deal with it. Campbells and Ammons said that they didn't know exactly what it was, but they believed it was something supernatural. They called local churches, but most refused to listen, which is kind of surprising to me. Yeah, I figured they'd be on that. I was going to say, I'd be like, "Yo, we're sending over Father O'Malley, Father Robertson, Father Williamson, Father Sinson. Especially Um, in like the Midwest. Yeah, right. Eventually, after listening to Campbell and Ammons talk, also, if I was a priest, I'd be like, finally, this is the shit I'm in. Like, like let's, I'd be cracking yeah. my knuckles. I'd be doing, like, push-ups in their driveway getting ready. I'm whipping out the dope cross for this one, baby. Yeah, that's when you, yeah, you pull out, you have, like, a guitar case that's shaped like a cross from your trunk with a giant-ass cross in it. You have, like, flasks of holy water you're ready to yeah. smash at any moment. Yeah, I'd rock one of those helmets or like hats with the two beer holders, but it'd be holy water. That'd be that. Hell be, yeah! Just a super soaker yeah, brother. filled with holy water. <laughs> yeah, dude. Super soakers. Uh, holy water. Super soaker is a sweet indie band. It is. If I ever admit a Christian rock band, it is a thousand percent going to be Holy Water Super Soaker. <laughs> holy Water Super Soaker. Eventually, after listening to Campbell and Ammons talk about the house and visiting it. Officials at one church told them that the Carolina street house had spirits in it. They recommend the family clean the home with bleach and ammonia, then use oil to draw crosses on every door and window. As the, At the church's suggestion, Ammon said she poured olive oil on her three children's hands and feet, then smeared oil in the shape of crosses on their foreheads. She cooked them? Campbell's- Yeah, this, she sprayed <laughs> Pam all over their heads. <laughs> Why olive oil? Fried them for 20 to 30 minutes, and had a delicious dinner. Is that like a- is that a Christian thing? Olive, oils? Did, olive oil? Olive Did demons uh, hate? Olive? I thought it was like salt no, circles. No, I think they were just. <laughs> no, they were out of Gabagool. So they had to go with the olive oil. <laughs> you gotta. If you're out of the Gabagool. Uh, <laughs> uh, demons hate Gabagool. Always. Um, Campbells and Ammons also told. Oops. Campbells and Ammons also told the star that they watched. That they reached out to two clairvoyants who said the family's home was besieged by more than 200 demons. The two clairvoyants what? were Elizabeth Warren and Ted Cruz uh yeah no so (laughs) first of (laughs) all 200 well the the, 200 demons is like how do you come up with that number i'd be like can we get an appraisal dude you're breaking like like, fire codes there's no way you can legally have that many yeah right right. (laughs) how many people are allowed in a house to begin with you are uh, that's so many i didn't even know there were that many demons yeah two they got 200 demons which is a Comically high. It's just so. It's absurd. so high. The clairvoyants were just like, let's fucking send it on this one. Yeah, they're like, yo, watch me, watch this shit. And then he walks up to him, and he's like, all right, listen up. Here's the deal. And they're like, what? We got like a demon, like a ghoul, And he's like, close. You got a whole 200. high school, a whole high school worth <laughs> yeah. of demons in here. We got the whole class of ninety eight in here, and boy, are they pissed. <laughs> oh boy. Uh... <laughs> so. The best thing you can do is move, Ammons remembers the clairvoyance telling her, but moving wasn't an option for a cash-strapped family. Also, sick advice, bro. You're a professional. Shouldn't you have, like, better advice than just, ah, just fucking move? Yeah, the best of the best for uh, dealing with demon possessions, their only thing they can do is tell you to move. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, move. you Hire an electrician, and they're like, I could screw in a light bulb, or you could just leave this home entirely. You're like, "Mm." (laughs) hmm... I don't think that's quite what we're looking yeah. for. You got cockroaches, so, you might want to just buy a new one. Instead, well this is where it gets badass. Instead, Ammon said she took the clairvoyance advice or she took a clairvoyance advice and made an altar in the basement. So she's like this is the scene where in John Wick where he's breaking the the, the floor and he's pulling out the guns. She's like, a set of my altar." A in her... <laughs> yeah, she's like, "Well, if the church won't come to me, I'll fucking yeah. come to the church." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So Ammon's covered an end table with a white sheet, then placed a white candle and a statue of Mary, Joseph, and Jesus on it. She opened a Bible to Psalm 91, which said, I'm a believer. I couldn't leave her if I tried. <laughs> she, she said- The she, Also, can we talk about why Joseph? He seems like kind of the odd one out here. Yeah. Mary makes sense. I mean, I don't know. Who, who, how would you set up your altar? Dude, you got to have like some other the holy people in there like Peter. Doesn't he become like a pope? Peter- uh, I don't know, dude. You need the whole. I mean, there's 200 demons. I don't know if the three of them can take them on. Joseph just kind of watches everything. He's just kind of the stepdad. Is like, I don't know, dude. Like, yeah. wasn't me, wasn't me. Um, <clears throat> she she said she and another person donned white t-shirts and and wound <laughs> and wound white scarves around their heads. Classic, a classic demon fighting attire. I mean, I don't leave home without it. Which all this again, this puts into question clairvoyance like the bullshit meter is so off like they're like, Okay, here's what you're gonna do. (laughs) You're gonna tie fucking white scarves around your heads. And I can't wait till it doesn't work. I can just see the clairvoyant, like, with a bunch of other clairvoyants, and they're all giggling in the background. She's like, shut up, shut up, shut up. Okay, okay, here's what you do. They literally and just like, pick, like, the, the like, most obvious, like, look around the room yeah. thing to fix it. Yeah, they're exactly. like, um, uh, pre-swear white, uh, wrap it around your head. As much white clothing as you can. <laughs> so, uh, so Ammons does this, and then also on a clairvoyant's advice, they burn sage and sulfur throughout the house, starting upstairs and working their way down. Why sulfur? The smoke was... I don't know. I thought sulfur was, was like so the evil thick. smell. The evil smell? Oh, I guess. Doesn't right. hell well, maybe, like some, maybe it's like a. Or I don't know my Christian mythology enough uh, to know I what, mean, yes. I to remember exactly right. what hell smells like. <laughs> the smoke was. Well, you can tell me next week. The smoke was so thick <laughs> that they could hardly breathe. Ammons drew a cross with the smoke. The person she was with read Psalm 91 aloud as they moved through the house. You will not fear the terror of night, nor the arrow that flies by day nor the pestilent that stalks in the darkness, nor the plague that destroys at midday. They rhymed day with day. I think that could have been improved. That's just lazy writing. It's just lazy writing. (laughs) Uh, Ammon said nothing odd happened for three days. Then things got worse. The family said demons possessed Ammon's and her children. Then ages seven, nine, and 12, the kids' eyes bulged, evil smiles crossed their faces, and their voices deepened every time it happened. Which turns out they were all just hitting puberty. That, (laughs) Cam... (laughs) Uh, No, so yeah, apparently they just started getting, like, classic movie possessed. So, Campbell said the demons didn't affect her because she was born with protections from evil. She said she and others like her have a guardian who protects them. Dude, that's like you. I know. That's like so me as an Aquarius. A hundred percent. 100%. 100%. If you're not an Aquarius, you better get a white t-shirt and a white scarf and put it on your head. Oh, I'm getting possessed right away. I'm holding the fucking door open for that guy coming in. <laughs> so Ammon said she felt weak, lightheaded, and warm when she was possessed. Her body shook, and then she, f- and then she said she felt out of control. You can tell it's different. Something supernatural. The youngest boy, then seven... Sat in a closet talking to a boy that no one else could see. Oh the other my boy, god! The, that's whoa, wait, horrible. hold on! Wait, 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 wait! It gets creepier. The other boy was describing what it felt like to be killed. No, so, no, stop! Pretty rad, pretty rad. That, <laughs> stop it! <laughs> Can't go there. But <laughs> I got a little chills there. But woo, yeah, spooky, spooky dookies for your Monday. Spooky bookies. Oh um, yeah. Campbell said the seven-year-old once flew out of the bathroom as if he'd been thrown, and a headboard once smacked into Ammons's daughter, causing a wound that needed stitches. The 12-year-old would later tell mental health professionals that she sometimes felt as if she were being choked and held down so she couldn't speak or move. She said she heard a voice say she'd never see her family again and wouldn't live another 20 minutes. Some nights were so bad the family slept at a hotel. Finally, In desperation, they went to their family physician, Dr. Jeffrey Onyukwu. I'm not even going to, it's a hell of a last name. Amon said she told him that they were going through, what they were going through, hoping he might understand. Onyukwu told the star it was bizarre. 20 years and I've never heard anything like that in my life, he said. I was scared myself when I walked into the room. He said he would not speak in more detail unless Ammons had psychiatric clearance for a waiver of confidentiality she had signed. In his medical notes about the visit, Dr. O wrote delusions of ghosts in home and hallucinations. He also wrote history of ghosts at home and delusions. So. What? So. (laughs) sounds like, wait, (laughs) the second time you said that, just history of ghosts at home.
1: Yeah, history <laughs> of ghosts at home.
0: They just so did, this that is that part's not a delusion, She's got, it sounds like. <laughs> yeah. She's got chronic ghost issues. Um, She's got ghosts at home. <laughs> ghosts at home. That would dude. suck so bad to just have ghosts at home. Yeah, Casper's just like, I spilled on your couch. <laughs> like, Damn it. That's stupid ghosts at home. <laughs> <laughs> what Ammons and Campbell say happened next Also, was detailed in a DCS report of a family case manager. Oh, that's so creepy. Sorry, Jenny's walking in the booth. Come on in. I I felt this. Can I make a comment? comment. Jenny's been outside on a computer, so she's been hearing everything, but only from Maya. Of course, she's a producer. She's working. Sometimes it gets so bad that they go to a hotel. Yes. So, what are they. What is their chance? Oh, we're back. The 200 (laughs) (laughs) demons are really reconnecting. They're really having a bad night. They're like, back with the kids, huh? She's like. gets me every time that's just yeah just 200 you gotta get out of there there no one's sleeping with 200 demons in there and again if the fire department ever finds out she isn't deep shit yeah she's in some she's in some trouble um what ammons and campbell say happened next was also detailed in a dcs report of a family case manager's interviews with medical staff chaos erupted campbell said ammons's son cursed dr o in demonic voices raging at him Medical staff said the youngest boy was lifted and thrown into the wall with nobody touching him, according to a DCS report. The boy abruptly passed out and wouldn't come to, Campbell added. She cradled one boy in her arms. Ammons held the other. Someone from the doctor's office called 911, and Dr. O said seven or eight police officers and multiple ambulances showed up. Everybody was... they couldn't figure out exactly what was happening, he recalled. Police and emergency personnel took the boys to Methodist Hospital Campus in Gary. Ammon said hospital personnel laughed at her desire to anoint her son in olive oil. <laughs> Which is sad. <laughs> it is very sad, and also I raised that question as well. <laughs> I couldn't talk to them, she said, so I talked to God. The boys woke up in the hospital. The older boy, then nine, acted rationally, but the youngest screamed in thrash, Campbell said. She said it took five men to hold him down. Meanwhile, someone called dcs and asked the agency to investigate Ammons for possible child abuse or neglect. The caller, who is not named in the DCS report, speculated that Ammons might have a mental illness. The person believed the children were performing for Ammons and that she was encouraging their behavior. DCS family case manager Valerie Washington was asked to handle the initial investigation. She gave the following account to police and in her intake officer's report... It said, hospital personnel examined Ammons and her children and found them to be healthy and free of marks or bruises. A hospital psychiatrist evaluated Ammons and determined she was of sound mind. Washington interviewed the family in the hospital. While she spoke with Ammons, the seven-year-old boy started growling with his teeth showing. His eyes rolled back in his head. The boy locked his hands around his older brother's throat and refused to let go until adults pried his hands open. Later that evening, Washington and registered nurse Willie Lee Walker brought the two boys into a small exam room for an interview. Campbell joined them. The seven-year-old stared into his brother's eyes and began to growl again. It's time to die, the boy said in a deep, unnatural voice. I will kill you. (laughs) So, we got some... This, the reason this is crazy is that there's witnesses, right? Like, like, well, yeah, like DCS is involved in like... Yeah. Because at first it sounded like it was just going to be like, that would be really sad if it was just one yeah. mo- like really schizophrenic so. mom or something like, but... Right. But now there's people in this room. Um, <clears throat> now it gets crazier. While the youngest boy spoke, the older brother started headbutting Campbell in the stomach. Campbell grabbed her grandson's hands and started praying. What happened next would rattle the witnesses and to some it would offer not only evidence but proof of paranormal activity. According to Washington's original DCS report, an account corroborated by Walker, the nurse, the nine-year-old had a, quote, weird grin and walked backwards up a wall to the ceiling then flipped over Campbell, landing on his feet. He never let go of his grandmother's head. Hand, not head. Jeez. Grandmother's Hand. <laughs> yeah It's us cool, in x games mode so yeah, he's going he had dude he he had the do <laughs> he walked up the wall flipped over her and stood there walker told the star there's no way he could have done that <laughs> uh which so i mean we've got a literal like nurse being like i fucking saw this dude walk up a wall <laughs> Hey everybody, Darcy here. Uh We had an audio issue that caused the rest of the episode to actually cut out, although we were about three minutes from the point you're hearing right now was when we cut it for the end of part one. So I will just have to cut it earlier as the end of part one here, but I hope you guys enjoyed this episode so far, and part two will be coming soon. So keep an eye out for that. And above all... Sorry for the abrupt ending, but have a good Monday.